The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We're three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. Mikey, you were just giving me a look of shit there, eh? I always do. The look you, of shit. You, you look so... You always do something really weird in the intro. Because I don't know what to do. <laughs> make something up. I do a weird that is my, that's what I made I that it. up. That's my gimmick. I do something wacky. I'm the wild card, man. Yeah, he's wacky. No, your gimmick, Chris, is just to be looking at your phone as we're introing <laughs> and then pop up like a wild card. Like, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> okay. Well, everyone, uh, every guys, group needs a wild card. Fucking, uh-huh, that's yeah. true. Two episodes removed for me. I come back. I swear to God, go back and listen to the last time I was on. We had the same fucking conversation. Hundred percent. It has. And Jay, the two episodes that you missed, we had the same conversation. No, Mikey well. complimented like, me. Yeah, actually, yeah. No, Mikey, Mikey said I, I'm turned into a quite the podcast journalist. Oh, I didn't, journalist. definitely didn't say podcast journalist. He said podcaster. He said a professional. Okay. You, you're turned into a professional podcaster. Well, like any good journalist, Still you sure know that. how to you know embellish a little bit. Where yeah, there so. you go. Well, there you go, Chris. I'll what are we doing that. today? So we're doing Viva La Bam season two, episode four, mm-hmm. which is Baby. a very exciting one. We'll get into that a little bit later because I do have a fun fact today, and this okay. one's actually dedicated to you, Mikey. Okay. <laughs> Curious. <laughs> I can only imagine where this is going. <laughs> well, so this episode came out on May sixteenth of the year two thousand four. Mm-hmm. And not my words, your words, Mikey. You're a gay nerd. So particularly, I, wait, what? You, you said that last a, episode. You said I'm a gay nerd. I didn't say I'm a gay nerd. What are you talking? Well, about? You said, doesn't sound like something he yeah. would say. But is this like? Is this like? Did Mikey, you not say something you know, about being a gay nerd? Not a gay nerd. I think. I think it was because we were talking about how uh, how the people. Oh, gay list- lefty. Gay yeah, lefty. Gay lefty. Gay lefty. Yeah. There either you way. Know. So you're a gay I lefty. Am a nerd, Ooh, though, sorry. So. Part of my French. Um, <laughs> so gay anyways, gauche? G- gay Goshi, <laughs> Massachusetts, Massachusetts. How do you say that? Ma- Boston, Massachusetts. Anyways, Whoa, Jay, Massachusetts, don't tell him. let's, let's never Massachusetts, tell him. Massachusetts legalized same sex marriage mm-hmm. in compliance with a ruling from the state Supreme judicial court. So I was very happy for you when I found that out because it's also, it's kind of weird. Doesn't it seem like the, around that same time frame where you kept listening to that song shipping off to Boston. Uh, let's see. Uh, when did the, the Departed come out? Because that's kind of when no, I started. It was in, it was, I think it was NHL, uh, one of the NHL games. Nope, it was from The Departed. The uh, Departed, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and that would have been around 2007 or eight. I was in university that time. Yeah, so uh, you know, a little bit later, but but hey, why not? Uh, sorry. So what what is your uh, what's your point here, Chris? <laughs> you must have been happy because you're a gay lefty. Oh yeah, and, yeah. According was, to our listeners yeah. who who side no, with you, you, that is you true. said that. You said that. It wasn't my words. Guys, don't get mad at me. These were Mikey's words from the last podcast. I'm just, you know, trying to look out for him. <laughs> All right. If you want context, go back and listen to last week's episode. Jay, we missed you. How how's you, how have your last couple of weeks hey. been? I'm glad to, I'm glad to see the quality of the podcast has not declined since I it's left. skyrocketed to the moon. We're like it has the quality of this podcast is like <laughs> GameStop last year this time. Hey, there you go. Uh, that's an old, that's like, it's funny how things, fast things go out of date. Like that feels yeah. like that was a million fucking years ago, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm doing good. Thanks. I, I, uh, I've been gone for two episodes now and I just got to say, like, 
I wouldn't have I wouldn't have said yes to going to Mardi Gras with Don Vito if I would have known he was going to keep diverting the bus to stop at all the all boy Catholic schools along the way. But oh, that's why you were delayed. I'm not oh, really see, sure what, what was going on, but he was gone for a long time. He was. He, he said was, he had to go to the bathroom. I don't know. Yeah. Or with, did you go on vacation to Massachusetts because there was Massachusetts <laughs> on your dick? All right. Jay, uh, welcome I don't back. Know where I'm going. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> No, that's a warm welcome. That's not, that's like sits about right. Was he um, likes poo, right? Yeah, right. The poo guy. Yeah. In case yeah. you forgot. Hi. Uh, Mardi Gras in this episode, season two, episode four of Viva La Bam. We're going to Mardi Gras. And it starts out, we're kind of doing the Quentin Tarantino work here where we get the end first and Bam says to the camera, hey, let's find out how we got here. This story is insane. And then we flash back to uh, Bam and Dunn living the retirement years. Hey guys, this RV is so good. Only 79 bucks a day. High five. That insane, right guys? It's insane. insane. It's so weird though that they do that. Cause I had the same note about, about uh, Tarantino or like John Hughes or something like record scratch, but you're wondering how I got here. But the weird yeah. thing is they don't go straight back to the beginning of the story. They go, they could, they, they go in steps. They're just like, you'll never wonder how we got there. And then it shows the RV. And I was like, oh man, I, I seem to remember like back when I saw this episode, cause this was one of my favorite episodes, uh, two episodes stretch of Evil Bam, bar none. I think this is like peak Evil okay. Bam. Well, wow. um, this is what got me into the show for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember watching this episode with you, Chris. And uh, um, uh, and I was like, man, I remember there being like something about them being at home together uh, before this all started. And 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 then it goes back even further in time. So I don't it was just a weird little stop off in the middle route. And then we get to the beginning of the story in Castle Bam. Well, how weird was it seeing done with a friggin snake just sitting in an rv with a snake around yeah, his neck yeah i i'm sure there's context for it but i don't Dude, our listener joey greco probably had the biggest boner when he saw that <laughs> that's true he is a snake charmer <laughs> what is this is he a snake charmer what is he why is he always a snake? is there such thing as a snake charmer <laughs> i don't know i heard about it in a rap song we yeah, bought yeah, like a snake charmer snake charmer was in the uh fucking uh rusty bed of nails remember oh true. yeah yeah no yeah, he's yeah. like a snake scientist that guy i think they're also enemies in uh, the Aladdin video game, Snake Charmers. <laughs> they just sit there. Thanks, and, yeah, yeah, that's true. Great game. Very, very game, yeah. Great game. This a plug what was the for, one that you could throw the apple versus not throw the apple? Because that was a huge difference. Uh, it was it was Super Sega Nintendo versus Sega Genesis. Yeah, yeah. They were and two Sega different games. games. Way better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on that yeah. alone, that you could throw apples. That's it's a huge dynamic to the game for sure. <laughs> okay, all right. I'll you remember Aladdin, right? How many apples he threw? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's I just remember going movie. around he was really fucking was. lifting five finger discount on all those loaves of bread. Right. Yeah. He's not just stealing loaves you of know, bread for his family. Now he's stealing apples to huck at snake charmers for some reason. Well, remember, he did that move where he like rolled the apple down his arm and popped it back mm. up and shined it. I fucking practice that. Like, I'm actually a master at that to this day because I after seeing that movie, I go to your fridge. And do it go, to your fridge. go to your fridge right now, Chris. Right now. Go to your fridge right now and grab an I think apple. I have a fucking apple in my fridge when I'm a yeah, nerd. I do. No, I bet you, you think I'm a fucking librarian or a fucking public school teacher. Go grab an apple right now. You go, you go. And Chris is, Chris is going to show us this is, this is, uh, you heard it here first. You, you got to go watch it over on YouTube to see him do it. Jay bets that he's going to do this. He's not going to do it. Are you kidding? He's definitely not gonna, there's not a fucking chance. Hey, um, what was the deal with, uh, when you were a kid in grade school, your parents always told you, give the teacher a, an apple as a gift. Where the fuck that come from? Who wants an apple question. as a gift? And it, I think like, you're just if like, all the kids bring you apples. It's like 30 fucking apples. What are you going to do with 30 apples? You're going to keep the doctor away for 30 fucking days, Jay. Oh, you're right. going to smash like, those yeah. things down and be healthy for 30 days. He's, Full month away from the doctor. Right. Hell yeah. Drum roll. Drum roll. All right. I don't, I don't have an apple. 
Okay, what do you got? Egg. Oh, That's this is even better. All right. Uh, no, wait, it doesn't wait, wait, roll wait. straight. Doesn't roll do straight. Chris, Sorry. Chris, slide over. Do slide over a bit. So I, no, I just got a new couch. No, Chris, way. it doesn't matter. You have to do it. No, Chris. I, I thought it was a good idea until I actually tried to scope it out. Here, I'll do it with. I don't have anything to do with. Just, oh, okay. Can you just eat the egg, just whole shell included? Just put that in your mouth, right? Do now. it right. If now. it was a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> I thought you had a hard boiled egg. I thought you no, were no, no. That's legitimately a real egg. And I was like, okay. I thought about it. And I'm like, I just if it if it was like actually perfectly circular, I could go. I don't yeah, know what don't we're like doing here. Eggs. This is supposed to be a, a Viva La Bam podcast. Yes. But now you, you went this far. You brought out. You didn't bring out an oh, apple. You said you could do open, the sir. apple. Jesus you got an egg. You left the fridge open. <laughs> he, Mikey's gonna have some fucking work to do now. You gotta this edit is... all this shit. <laughs> Well, you know what? I wouldn't if he weren't making so much noise in the background right now. Oh, here you go. Now he's got hey, a lemon. I found a solution. Look, okay, he's lemon. got a lemon. It's, it's like, the le- it's like one of those real juice. <laughs> Wait No, a that's not what he does. You just threw yeah. it in the air and caught it again. No, he goes, hold on. No, he does, he does. He rolls it down his arms. Chris yeah. is doing that's like what the I'm doing. Like, that was, that was no. closer. I don't know. I, I think know. Mikey, Mikey wants to see like the, a nice pop off the bicep, you know? I, yeah, it, I did the first time. Do it instant replay. It was the first time was the best time. Okay. Anyways, whatever. I don't know what we're doing here. Again, we lost all our listeners before we even got started. I don't yeah. think we did. I thought that no, was pretty I don't good. Think we did either. It's pretty fucking slick. It would have been cooler yeah. if you could actually do it, but you know, whatever. I fucking did. <laughs> Listen, so, guys, it's yeah. Sunday, 7 a.m. The skating dream team arrives at Bam's house. We got Honey Talk, Tim O'Connor, Jason Ellis, Donnie Barley. Uh, hi, I'm Tony Hawk, and this is the Airhorn Wedgie, I guess. Uh, now, every boy, every boy wanted a race car bed, right? When we were growing up. You know what kind <laughs> of bed Bam's got here, boys? He's got the vert ramp bed, and which I don't know if you fellas are aware, but it's great for the natural curvature of the spine there. Mm, I could imagine yes. that. It looks like, a, it looks, to be honest, like the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Do you guys, by the way, so so we get the dream team of, team of skaters, as you mentioned, Jay, coming in. And they wake up, bam. Yeah. Do you think this was staged or do you think this is real? I think this was real. And I think when they wake up, Dunn, it was staged. Oh, okay. They already had cameras in the room with Dunn. He would have heard all this commotion for sure. Yeah. Nah, he seems like a heavy sleeper. I don't know. <laughs> As we'll see soon. Maybe. I, thinking- I don't know. But I do like the coordination of the air horn with the wedgie simultaneously on bam. Oh, yeah. It's good. Good teamwork. And he says, I honestly, I thought it was staged until Bam says to the camera, that was the worst way I've ever woken up. And it looks like he legitimately means at that time. But then Mm -hmm. I have a question because like it would make more sense to me if this were staged because in my mind, they're like, okay, Bam, here's the deal. The dream skaters are going to come over to the team. They're going to wake you up, air horns, all this shit. So Mm. just pretend like you're sleeping. And in Bam's mind, he's like, okay, I get to make myself look so fucking cool. Like, what is the coolest way you can see me sleeping on a fucking vert ramp with a chick next to me sleeping right, like right right next to her. But if that's the case, why is he wearing jeans and boxers and all that stuff? Like if you're, if you're going to sleep with a girl on a half pipe, you got to take your clothes off. Why, why do you have that on? Who's who in general sleeps with clothes on? Never mind when you're, when you're with someone on a half pipe. I was thinking about that. Like, there's no way he actually sleeps on a half pipe like that, just on a mattress. But look what these guys were doing with their lives. Like, I remember doing some pretty reckless shit at that time, you know, like when I was younger and we're just doing all this crazy shit. There was this romanticized version of, like, living that you're just, like, living this rock star lifestyle. And you you bring a chick back and you're like, yo, come crash on my skate fucking vert ramp bed, you know, thinking you're all slick. You're so wasted you forget to take off your fucking clothes. Like, 
I could see that being the case. For yeah, sure. it could. It could be the case that he was so wasted he forgot to take them off. But I think if he's bringing someone to the vert ramp or the half pipe, he's taking his pants. That's first thing he's doing is taking his pants off. I've never been so drunk that I haven't been able to take my pants off. That's not true. I'm not trying hard enough. Yeah, I'm not trying hard enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was probably his cousin. Hmm. You know. Oh, sorry, I was just going oh. with the whole. You know, we're staging everything. You know, it was last minute. Hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you mean, is that you what mean, you doodle a cool Jay? You invite yeah, your cousin you know, over to fucking cousin cousin over. <laughs> Well, no, but there's, there's no there's no contact here. It's, it's, it's hey, I'm from Calgary. What do you want, man? What I was gonna say, <laughs> and these guys are from Westchester, so they could no. actually be his cousin. But I'm just thinking, like, Mikey, you might be onto something there about the whole, like, yes, this is a staged thing. Like, uh, hey, let's get in here and and make this look as cool as possible. But yeah. what's cool about getting, like, that wedgie, he had some hang time there. If I remember correctly, they, they pull him off the ground for a few seconds. So They, they tear I mean, his boxers mm-hmm. off of him, you know, which is pretty I don't rough. care if you got your copy of fucking Teen People Weekly on the bed with you and your skateboard <laughs> and your cousin, half-naked cousin. <laughs> You ain't, you ain't looking cool coming out of that one. That's all. That's I true. And and like ugly looking boxers too. Like, or I guess those would have been the style back then. But like, those haven't aged very well. What was he wearing? They were just like like this. big, like unfitted, just just baggy boxers that with like get a weird your pattern. Fitted? Wait, what? Yeah, what I get them tailored. I get them all tailored. Actually, are you more of a you, boxer brief guy? Tidy I am. Ways? I am more of a boxer brief guy at this point. Okay. Yeah. Do you I think see that. like those just straight up undies from like the nineties are ever gonna make a comeback? I think they should. Oh, fuck. I hope so. I think yeah. they should. No. Those are great. I think they should, but I don't think they should be white because that is, you're playing with fire if you wear white underwear. Look, they're <sighs> still selling them. Go to Walmart. They're on the shelf. Somebody's wearing them. But I'm like, who the fuck is wearing those things? I remember fucking one time, probably. one time when we were like in gym class, it was like, this is fucking like foreign little Asian kid and like we're all getting changed. And this was like, you had to wear boxers. Like there was, if you didn't wear boxers, it was fucking problems. And the fucking guy goes down. He had these like turquoise banana hammock, fucking tidy fucking undies on. <laughs> and like, it was, it was so bad that people didn't even like make fun of him. Like, they're just like, <laughs> that's the, that's the, I worst. just feel fucking for this guy. Like, I can't believe his fucking mom's making him wear these things, you know? Cause like when you're back in a fucking class, oh my God. That's, yeah. that is the worst when, when it's so bad that no one even makes the, the bullies just like, oh, this guy's got it rough enough. I'm yeah. not touching that. But listen, guys, you know, Okay, Bam gets the wake up, and and you already said it, Chris, that Dunn should have woken up as well. I mean, like, it was loud enough, all the commotion, but he does go into, Bam goes into Dunn's room here, and he says, you know what, I just got the bad wake up, I'm returning the favor now. Always take your frustration out on your best friend, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dunn is a stomach sleeper, we've confirmed that, he's a tummy, uh, tummy sleeper here, and uh, let's get Double J... And I don't mean uh, two of yours truly here. I mean, we're going to get double J, Jeff Jarrett on Ryan Dunn's ass here and break a guitar over the poor guy, which this, I don't know, something about the smack and the impact, like the guitar doesn't shatter into a million pieces, but it just kind of, it, it like forced a chuckle out of me just the way it hits him. It was it, good. It was very slapstick like, and it looked yeah, painful it too. It looked it painful does. the way it happened. You want yeah, it to it break good. almost. You know those things where like sometimes when, if you like hit something or, or like they say if, if someone hits you with a bottle. If it doesn't break, it hurts way more than when Dude, it does speaking break. speaking of that, and actually in context for once in this episode, uh, Steve-O, did you see that clip where uh, yes. Pontius yes. tries to whack him with that bottle and it just you just hear that fucking clunk and it doesn't break? Yeah. So he was on a podcast I was just listening to today, and he was telling this, they're like, why would you do that? Oh, it was your mom's house with uh, Tom Segura and Christina oh, P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, why would you do that? And he's like, actually, he's like, I had a video that I posted a while ago of Pontius breaking a bottle over my head. 
and it shattered first try and everybody thought it was fake. So he was like, later on, it was bugging him, bugging him for like, I think like a couple of years or at least some time like that. And he was like, fuck, we got to try it again just to like prove that it's not fake. He's like, I don't fake any of my shit. And it clunked. And he's like, okay, that's fucking perfect. So we put out that video again. Oh, Jesus Christ. Imagine carrying that much that you're willing to take a bottle to the head. Yeah, no, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I got a, I got a full like beer can unopened to the to the eye right above the eye once and yeah. you know, I get stitches from that. So I can't imagine a fucking bottles uh, any better than that. Did you uh, miss your mouth? How did that happen? Yeah. Yeah, it was just my own really doing, excited Mikey. to drink your beer. Yeah. <laughs> just... I don't know, some crazy. They called the guy pop can for a reason, you know? Not because of his dick, dick, it's because yeah. he got it's like got a massive chode or yeah. what? What is that what you're referring <laughs> to? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm tired like today, Pepsi. boys. Uh, listen, guys, I've I've never had a bad wake up. I don't think like this before. You guys ever get fucked with? Have friends wake you up in some some crazy manner like this? I think short of like you know plug the nose. I think that's probably the worst of it for me. How about you guys? Top of my head, I don't. I'm sure I have, but nothing's coming to me. Chris, I feel like you probably have a story about this. Ah, uh, so many. Like I'm just like my brain just <laughs> hits so would. many things. I'm just thinking about what I. What I didn't do, what I didn't tell, what I did tell, just that there's so many. I, I, I can't even really focus in on one, but I remember when I came into some room and I was like, hey, Billy, and I woke you up in the middle of the night when I was drunk, started oh, fucking we with told, you for no reason. Yeah, yeah we, we told, told that we one. We told that story where you where It's you more up- things that I did to other people or like I was involved with. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. That's fine. You think of something later, you just raise your hand politely and we'll, we'll call on you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, hey, it's settled, guys. Let's wake up. Let's get our asses out the door. Let's go to Mardi Gras. Tony Hawk wants to go, so he pretty much can't fucking say no at this point. Um, bam, he sticks his head outside, and there's Don Vito just fucking waking up from hibernation or something. You know, seasons are changing. Hey, Vito, want to see boobs? Want to, I want to win around on Mardi Gras. I've been a donut woman my whole life. Get it, get it, get it, get did I you think actually that write down because that was pretty close to what pretty he actually on. said. Yeah. yeah, I can send you my notes if you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jay's pausing it and rewinding it and writing down all the captions every time to get it right. I love this. This this the funny thing is, with, you guys think I'm joking. No, I I don't actually. I actually don't. Um, <laughs> the the because you said a couple words that I remember him say seeing him say or or having them having written down. I love this whole time where everyone's kind of getting together glom after you know painting all the rvs with mud brings them up they're all getting yeah. ready we're figuring out who's going into each of the stuff uh the, the skaters are talking and one of the skaters i can't remember who it is uh uh says uh uh like what what's it going to be like is this going to be crazy is it, is it going to be wild and and bam says it's going to be like a mix between bum fights and girls gone wild which are like oh, two of the most poorly favorites Two of Chris's favorite things, for sure, but also 100%. two of the most poorly aged things, I think, oh, from yeah. the early two thousand. Keeps in his color. Did, do you, were either of you guys like of that age nice. that you ordered one of those tapes? Stepping, never mind. The girls. No, tapes, of not, course not. Of course not. Uh, no, I, I would just jerk off watching generation. the commercials. Yeah. Okay. So that's to all bump you fights. Needed. Chris would jerk off watching the commercials <laughs> to bum fights. <laughs> the girl in bum fights was really hot, though. What was her name? Uh, Actually, I had to track her down, like on the internet one time. Oh, like within the past like two years, I remember bum fights. I remember I thought that girl was sexy, and then I tr- took me a long time to find her. So I should know it. It'll come to me later, <laughs> or you'll come to it later. I feel like the 
you know, jerking it to bum fights, it's, there's got to be some strong, like, sense memory association, some sort of sense, sensory, like, uh, smell fetish. Because, I mean, like, the, the aromas you're going to get, that's a fine-aged, you know, like, wheel of brie right there for you. I mean, yeah, I don't want to go- know. A golden, a golden shopping cart wheel of brie, I think, in, in the case of bum yeah. fights. Thank you very much. Always, always able to put a bow on things. I, I miss doing this podcast. Glad to be back. <laughs> uh, listen, guys, so we... You can't go and get a fucking team of skaters, superhero team of skaters into an RV without, of course, hooking up the the hitch, the trailer package. I mean, they paid for it. They might as well bring something with them. I love And that. here they've got the portable skate ramp. This thing's fucking tiny, but uh, hey, they're going to get a lot of use out of this, probably more than I thought they would. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's hooked le- up like your, your dad's leave it to trailer. Glom. Like, yeah, yeah, basically, uh, leave it to Glom to be the guy who just decides like, I'm going to build a fucking skate ramp that we can attach to the hitch here. Like that yeah, it's, it's just such a thing. By the way, on YouTube, we had someone, uh, uh, leave a comment on one of our videos. Cause I always pump Tim Glom's tires. I think he's great. Uh, someone worst case scenario on YouTube. That was their name says, uh, uh, by the way, Tim Glom stole $90,000 of the budget money from Viva La Bam. I heard it on radio Bam. And I have one thing to say to that. Not enough money. He should have stolen more. I think Tim Glom deserved more than $90,000, especially knowing that there's a $300,000 budget for every episode of Evil Bam. Over the course of five seasons, Glom deserved more than that because he probably isn't paying himself a salary for that budget either. Yeah, I don't even know if that's like, I'll take that with a grain of salt. Like, no knock to like Bam, or I don't know who's talking about those things on those podcasts or whatnot, but there's been quite a bit of recent times where Bam's kind of been on a bit of a tangent and just yeah, like yeah. thrown out random accusations and random shit. I'm sure some of it's true no, and some of it's I not. Agree. What do I, I know? But like, you know, when people are kind of in those mental states, let's, let's say like, you just don't really know if they're just like being sp- like, you know, just trying to get things back yeah. or say what's going yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. I, I don't know. You take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Hey, the man doggy paddled all the way home on a piece of plywood. <laughs> hey, the man. I think he, he earned his keep. I agree. You know, I couldn't have done it. That's all Past I'm saying. Three Mile Island. Only he could have done that. Hey, what better way to make this road trip fun than to split up the teams? We've got the cool guy RV versus the nightmare RV. It's, I don't think it's actually called the cool guy RV, but it ba- no, it's the dream team and the nightmare team. I love whatever it. one great. Bam is in is the cool guy RV is what I'm yeah, saying. Of course. I, um, as a kid watching this, because in, in the nightmare one, you got the Margeras, you got yeah. uh, Glom, you got Karts, Vito. Rake and Rab and Vito. Uh, I remember so hardcore cheering for the dream team in this one. Like when I was watching it as a kid, I like, they were my sports team. I wanted them to win. (laughs) Had your nachos and your foam finger. What's that? You you played a nachos and your foam finger. Oh yes, exactly. A hundred percent. I had some wings. I dummied wings like Vito and Phil from last week's episode. Nice. Hey man. I, I think like, uh, I was expecting the, you know, road trip hijinks to be a little more like. I think it's, is it season one of Evil of Bam where they do the, the scavenger hunt? Yes. Yeah. It doesn't quite go that far though, unfortunately. I, I think I set my expectations a little too high, but. Um, I remember it being way more significant too. I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember, I thought it was like the whole episode was about that, but it's really only about five, 10 minutes of this episode, if that. Totally. But I mean, hey, to get to Mardi Gras, they need to travel 1,200 miles. That's 20 hours of driving. And uh, hey, it's a nice little trip with the family, you know? Uh, we get a call back to Three Mile Island there as yeah. they pass by. Bam looks at the camera and says, good times. Good times. Yeah. I didn't pick uh, up on that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just wondering how long till Vito starts asking, are we there yet? Because uh, 
hey, it's either that or he's going to pass. Oh, yeah, he's already passed out. He's he's sleeping. Um, <laughs> They're like 20 miles in. He's already asleep. 20 miles in. And I got to say, like, of course. Right. I mean, like you, you look at the guy 20 miles in. 20, 20 miles in, so what, like, how, let's do some quick math on that. That's, uh, what, 1,800, or sorry, 1,920 uh, miles to go. I see a sleeping pedo. All that for that joke, man. <laughs> I was stretching a little too far. So, sorry, guys. Uh, but you had, listen, to, you had to get one, and you're making up for two weeks of missed episodes. I had to do it. Uh, Sunday at 11 a.m., they make their first pit stop here. Someone's got to poop. It's Rab himself. Let's send him over to Tony Hawk's bus, the nightmare bus, and he can do it in there while everyone's in no, the, the gas No, the dream station. bus, the dream bus. That's a dream bus. It's well, it's the nightmare bus after Rab takes the shit in it, I think, because that can't smell too good. But but it is supposed to be the dream bus. I don't know if you guys have ever like encountered that situation. It is not pleasant. There's just something about RV bathrooms that like you can have that place smelling like a fucking fresh pine forest. The minute someone takes a shit, septic tank and all like it doesn't matter. Doesn't go anywhere. There's a musk in the air that just never quite goes away. They Sorry. need Steve-O to, uh, to uh, uh, unleash the spigot and try to fill some of that septic tank with uh, condoms Ugh. like he did in Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, I, I don't know if I should do a spoiler on this because Steve-O is, like, very adamant that he wants his, like, his... Uh, condoms like back? It, no, no. The, you know, like, oh. the show that he was doing, like, the bucket list tour? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, he wants it. Like, he's like, don't film anything, yada, yada. Don't talk about anything. Keeps everything pretty tight-lipped. But... He might or might not succeed in doing the condom drop. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, don't say any more because I don't want to break that. I, uh, I don't want to break that that bond there. Hey, how about this though? It's not the last. Put it this way: it's not the last time what we saw before. Oh, okay, okay. I like that. I like that. How about this? Uh, when they're in the the nightmare RV and Rab says he has to shit. This is such a like parent child thing. Like Rab is such a little kid sometimes, and I love that energy about him. Um, he's got, uh, you got Vito or, uh, uh, Phil and, and, and ape. And they're like, they're like, you got to shit. Why didn't you just shit before we left the house? And Rab actually looks at them as though he's considering that for the first time. He's just like, well, but, uh, huh? Like, I, I guess I could have, couldn't I? <laughs> like, like he didn't even consider that as an option. It's great. Like his energy is just, it always, it always gets me going. The second, totally. the second he went to go shit in that bus, like not remembering what happened in this episode. I was like, this, that's just the worst fucking idea you can do. Like, yeah. those, gli- those guys are sitting in their own bus and have to take a shit. That's one of the reasons why they pit stopped, I think. Because um, they have a pissing, no shitting rule yes. in the thing, which is pretty that. standard in all, even like big tour bus, like celebrity, yeah. like those like massive, like big tour bu- RVs and stuff like that. There's no shitting in those things for a reason. So for you to start off with bam in the other thing, bam, and you think you're just going to get that off and not have any consequences to oh, deal man. with terrible fucking idea like why start a war you know it's like game theory you know like <laughs> yeah pretty much starts it how right is it like there, game theory there. Chris well because game theory is in essence it's like you're two competing factions uh-huh. you could raise the price and the other one's cheaper or you could both raise them at the same time if you don't work together and you start up these consequences then everybody ends up losing the long run if you start trying to price gauge each other and drop your prices then the other person has to do it then they try and do it you have to do it just yeah, don't yeah. fucking start that shit in the first place yeah, you didn't expect I, that answer out of me, did you? I mean, it was it, you took a long walk to get there, but but I appreciate I appreciate the attempt. Uh, it was I I think I think it, <laughs> I think you're right. I, I think you're right. No, seriously, because I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, and and Phil and Ape say it. They're like, yo, if you do this, you're opening up a whole can of worms. Like you don't realize this. I mean, I'm sure Rob realized it, but he's just so excited about the immediate 
satisfaction of shitting in their rv that he can't look past that it's so good it's so (laughs) good such a good point so he goes in and as they say drops a heavy in there which is a great way to talk about shitting (laughs) drops a heavy oh boy yeah that's something else hey chris i appreciate it i appreciate you i appreciate your your explanation of game theory i think that was good you know that adds a little air of intelligence to the show because i just realized i subtracted uh, 20 from 1200 and ended up with i I noticed you said that too i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna call you out on it yeah I, I got dingus of the dingus of the week this week, guys. Dingus of the week right here. Uh, Hes, he took the Hes, title for me. He must have really fucked up. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about it. Uh, what, what the fuck is a hesh sesh? Is this a skater term? A hesh sesh? Apparently. Bam just, I've never heard know. it in my life. I've never heard it either. Yeah. Well, they're going to start skating right at the gas pumps. Now, you see, back in the 2000s, we were doing this shit all the time. Skating our vert ramps at the gas pumps. What does the world become? It's you know? you know what I loved this scene because they go in yeah. there and Tony Hawk signing autographs in the gas station and then they go out and they're and they're uh, and they're uh, you know taken to the vert ramp in the gas station doing some tricks for all the people around there like imagine being in buttfuck Pennsylvania aka Pennsylvania and then they roll through and and Ooh, start to give you this me. show like that's fucking awesome I love that I thought you about know? that with all the skate scenes like yeah 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 especially some of the ones they went to are so like off the beaten path and you just see this yeah. there's one image of a little kid with his like helmet on and he just looks at the camera like i can't believe this is fucking happening 100 and tony hawk and jason ellis and the, the other guys i wasn't too familiar with to be honest but like yeah you're a kid doing what you do like i used to skateboard i could never in my wildest dreams imagine the biggest people in the world just showing up and just performing right in front of me it's fucking unreal yeah it would have been amazing like, like don you tell like, oh, for we'll see fucking titties fucking let's get the fuck out of here <laughs> I kind of I I side with Don Vito in this. No, I Imagine, totally do. <laughs> like I would be so frustrated. Dude. Like when I'm on the road, I gotta go on the road. Yep. Like every dad in the uh, world, this is like torture for them to watch. Like you don't stop. You you don't stop. I don't care if you have to pee. I don't care if you have to get something to eat. Wherever we're going, if it's two hours or twenty hours, we're not stopping on the side of the road. Bam's like, not only are we stopping on the side of the road, we're taking detours to go to st- skate parks. Like I would be siding with Vito for once in my life. I just loved it because i totally agree with you and to under put myself in those shoes and how fucking frustrated i'd be especially knowing that realistically every single time that they go on a detour they stop to go skating or stop to dick around or do pranks you're not it's less time you're going to spend at mardi gras if you even make it there in time they have a legitimate deadline if they go if they don't make it in time it's all for fucking nothing and this yeah clearly if you see him throughout this episode this is like Vito's fucking honest dream. He's he just so concerned. Wants to see tits in public. He, just, he wants it so fucking badly. Like he really seems like it's like the same thing with, with the last episode when his or the other episode when his car got crashed. He's really upset. Like it's like this, he's still new to this. He's not quite used yeah. to bam in these in these ways. And you know, I think later on as seasons goes on, he knows how to ham it up. This is genuine. He, you're crushing his fucking soul right now. Right I agree. now, and I, I fucking agree. love it. I know. That's what he's there for, is to see his soul get crushed. Yeah. yeah. So someone give that guy an Emmy, am I right? Wanted to see tits at Mardi Gras. <laughs> it's great. It's a performance of the year right there, Don Vito. Well What? Yeah, no, he's he he didn't go to he, he didn't he wasn't like a uh uh oh, sorry, um, do they have little boys at Mardi Gras? No, he I, wasn't I a little been, boy diddler. Oh, that wasn't oh, okay. him. No, it was it, his crime his crime was to get real for a second. As Chris mentioned this on a recent episode as well, but yeah, it was at like a 
Uh, like what how serious at- you guys are getting like about are you really passionate about this uh, veto the pedo stuff like this is a, do you know I, why I, I like hit a nerve here I know people yeah, are listening well, to no, the best part about wa- the show and I just want to fucking enjoy the show no that's not that's not why I'm saying this I'm saying I'm I'm saying this just because I I want people to know that we've at least done the research to know what he's actually but like yes he's a pedophile and yes this was sexual assault but we know what version it is. So when we make fun of him, just know that we're, we're just painting them all with the same brush because he deserves it. That's all it. right. I'll tone it down. I'll tone it down. I'll tone it down. No, I was, I was, I was buying you more of a, an opportunity to do it if you want. No, but seriously, someone should, uh, like, I think somebody who's, who's like, who's good with words on the BAMS crew. Who's like really good with words. Like Brandon, Brandon should write Brandon, his Brandon Novak right now. Yeah. He's, been doing tons of speaking at fucking alcohol yeah, and yeah. cocaine anonymous so those bring they're saying a lot of good comedians fucking get their their uh their stride at those meetings because you're sitting oh, there true. you're sitting up there you have to talk in front of a room of people and tell fucked up stories and fucking you have no yeah. shame or anything like that right. so yeah anyways i know we're off track let's get back yeah. on it let's do it um Listen, guys, meanwhile, back at the McAllister's household, Dunn's alarm goes off. (laughs) (laughs) I wished my parents away. There's nobody home, Dunn. What are you going to do? You got the whole place to yourself. Uh, That feels like a dream. It's a dream. It's a dream. But what does he do? He rolls out of bed. Like, he just fucking rolls out of bed. You see him open the back, the door to the the porch. He walks out to the driveway. Nobody there. It doesn't even look like he's gotten up and taken his morning piss yet. Like, his hoodie's on. He's he's clearly hungover. It's like 4 p.m. And there's this... Like it's not a mini bike, but it's like a I guess like a. It's the bike from Dumb and Dumber. I was going to say he's created the shagging wagon for the fucking to get fifty miles per gallon on this bad boy on this hog. (laughs) There you go. And without a thought or anything, he he just hops on this thing, says "fuck it," got to get to Barney Gras, and 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 that's it. He's he's off on his way. So, um, back at the uh, the bus, we're in Pittsburgh now. It's about four p.m. there, and uh, the wild. Sorry, I I just went over this fucking part. Skip. I'm gonna skip over that. Sorry, my notes are a little fucking backwards. No, today. we're getting Woo. we're getting to uh, part two of the prank war. That's what that's yeah, what we're the prank right war now. is where we're at. So we just passed Pittsburgh, but uh, mayo and peanut butter, ketchup, and whatever the fuck gherkins, gherkins. is um, like little mini dill pickles. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gherkins. They put, they put that shit in a plastic bag. And the idea is that, uh, they're going to take this bag and put it in the microwave of the other guy's bus and see what happens. So Tony's the man for the job here. He, he fucking smuggles this thing out. Like he's like <laughs> doing a fucking border crossing here or something. He is, he is slick. It's just Vito in the bus when he gets there though, which I think is perfect for him. Cause I mean, like if you're going to get away with something like this, that's the guy you want there. He's never paying attention. Right. So Vito asks well, it's, them, it's less, what it's are you less- doing? Yeah, yeah, it's less than that. Like, Vito is the perfect person you want here, because I think the listener and us as we're watching it, we're thinking, like, how did Don Vito not smell this? Like, it's so bad that Tim Glom eventually throws up just because he has it on his body. Like, it's so, so bad. And I realized, actually, that based on last week's episode, I think that Don Vito looks at food the way that dogs look at smells. Like, to them, there's no good or bad. It's just okay. information. The like, is Don- better. The stinkier, yeah. the better. It's just, it's powerful. It's sustenance that he's going to put into his body. Like he downed a sardine milkshake uh, on the last week's episode. And it was just like, this is just more food for me. How could I dislike this? This is great. Right. So when he smells just a mix of ketchup and mayo and gherkin and all that shit, he's probably just like, oh, someone's heating up their lunch. Like, how, well, the best who, who am I Tony, to judge? Tony tells him it's just popcorn. <laughs> and he's sitting there and sitting there and he's just kind of just chilling. And then when Tony 
kind of just beelines out of there. After a while, he gets up and he's like, wait, that's not popcorn. What the hell is that? Instead of turning off the fucking microwave, he just leaves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it the best simmer part. even more. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, like, I'm sitting here, and I, sorry, I just wanted to, I, I wanted to yeah, give yeah. props to Tony Hawk because mm-hmm. he's across the skateboard community. He's kind of had times where he's been in the ups and downs where people are saying, you know, he's like commercialized skateboarding and he's a nerd and, yada, you know, he's not hard and all this bullshit, right? Like, he's a multi-multi-millionaire at this point. One of the biggest legends that the sport's ever seen. And he's riding in a bus, participating in a pretty fucking gruesome prank war, sleeping with all these people. The bus fucking smells like shit. And he's always in these jackass films. He's always out and about. Like, he he really is a lot more, like, fucking gangster than people give him credit for. You know, he's beat the shit out of his body. And he, he, he just loves the culture and the sports. And people take that away from him. And I think it's fucking unfair. It's like the, you're a victim of your own success. People just fucking can't. They, they want to bring wanna, you down because you're so far somehow. ahead. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. At, so. this, at this point, sure, Tony yeah. Hawk Pro Skater 1, 2, 3, and I think 4, possibly Underground in 2, because this came out in 2004, right? Yeah. This, 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 this episode. So in Tony oh, Hawk, right, I think yeah. it was Pro Skater 4, he talks about them handing him a check for $7 million. So he's doing A-OK wow. at this point. He was, and, making and that, you're right. he was making millions of dollars when he was like fucking 16, 17 years old. Yeah, but first, he said the first he said that this was the biggest check that he'd ever received. Seven million. True. I mean, it's a fucking massive check. So he, this is just to say more to your point, like he he did not have to be doing this and he was and he was game for it. And you can tell there's like it's almost like Wayne Gretzky around other hockey players. Like he's just on such a level that the people around him who are great at their craft just are still almost nervous around him to be like, except for fucking Don, Don Vito. Vito. I was this just going to say episode, that. This whole episode is calling him out. You tell him you're the old one. You fucking tell him to stop fucking doing this. (laughs) 100%. It's great. I love how he doesn't give a fuck, man. Don Vito does not give a fuck. Yeah. Well, another thing too with Vito in this, in this part is especially like going back to the popcorn in the microwave there. He, he forgets that, you know, something's amiss here. He's got the goldfish brain thing going on because he's kind of, that's how Vito seems to be, right? Like he's, he's, he reacts to stimulus. He responds onto the next idea, right? So when he's in there questioning Tony, he forgets about the popcorn and he, he forgets, oh shit, yeah, the reason I'm upset right now is I want to go to Mardi Gras. So he starts right. bitching out Tony about, hey, why are we not going to Mardi Gras? Then almost out of nowhere, it's just like he's digging. He's just digging through the dirt and trying to find something to be angry about so he can get some semblance of control over the situation. He, he looks at Tony and just yells at him and stop skateboarding as if like... <laughs> that's part of the problem here it's, it's all it's the almost, skateboarding it's almost less than that he d- he does the biggest like dad move of all time like such a manipulative m- manipulative move he's going to Tony he's talking to him he's like Tony like you don't want to skate anymore you don't want to you don't, you don't have that you do it all the yeah. time let's just go to Mardi Gras and then he's Tony just kind to of fucking... doesn't acknowledge him and walks away and then Don Vito says to everyone else hey Tony doesn't want to skate anymore he says we should go to Mardi Gras <laughs> like he put words in his mouth I'm like that's oh such a God. scumbag move yeah he's trying to negotiate with literally the most famous and successful skateboarder on the planet 100 that he's no longer your heart's not in it tony but you know just throw in the towel okay Vito. um i love when he calls tony hawk a moly vulcan liar <laughs> <laughs> not sure what that is but um now they've got uh you know they got to clean up the mess right so someone goes in there and finds this bag in the microwave they pull it out of course the whole chase ensues right somebody's got to get this so they're trying to figure out you know who's going to get the hot 
pretty much the hot water balloon full of all these nasty, nasty condiments. And, uh, you know, the fight ensues, but soon enough, we're, you know, back on the road in no time. Oh shit. One thing I do got to mention though, you guys, you notice that they drop the, the glass plate that goes in the microwave. That's yes. just a nightmare situation right there. I don't yeah, know if you, you felt the same way as me, but it's, it's you know, anxiety inducing because where do you find a replacement for yes. your microwave specifically? I, fuck, I don't want to it's on... a very adult thought to have. That is Dude, a very yeah. tough thing to find. No, Dude, 100%. Where do you find the replacement? I don't want to be on hold with Sanyo customer yes. service for a whole <laughs> afternoon. Do you? I'm, I'm the opposite. I dropped my, the other day, like I knocked over my water glass beside my bed and it shattered. And it was like in the middle of the night, you know, when you wake up to get some water. Yeah. And yeah. I looked at it. I saw like some clothes on the side and I just kind of like pushed them into the no, corner. No, Chris. No, you didn't. Dead serious. And this is water. This isn't booze. This is like, this is dead yeah. sober in the middle of the fucking night. Cause I'm like, I'm not waking up to fucking clean glass right now. Yeah. And for like two days, I kept, I just ignored it. I've been working so hard. I haven't had time to like deal with shit. I stepped on glass like three fucking times. Luckily, it wasn't like, it was like a cheap glass. So it wasn't that like super sharp yeah, glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just be like, fuck, what's on my foot? And there's a piece of glass. I finally fucking cleaned it up after a few days. I was just like, I just couldn't be fucking bothered. It was just pushed it into the corner. Oh, man. Well, this this all happens in the middle of something that actually really pissed me off when I was watching it as a kid. Because the prank, again, I mentioned I'm cheering for the dream team. And this is a dream team prank. And this is a good prank. This is this is how they get revenge on Rab for shitting in their, in their RV. They're the ones who orchestrate this. They're the ones who put the bag of and, and put it in the microwave. Tim Glom just takes the bag and hucks it into their RV. That's not another prank. Yeah. That's retaliation. That's yeah. all that is. So they say that it's all knotted up at that point. That, that Glom pranked them. If Glom pranked them, then when Ellis comes back out and throws the shit on Glom and he throws yeah. up, that's another prank in the favor of the Dream Team. And you know what pisses me off about that is we'll find it this out eventually. When they call a truce to the prank war, the Nightmare Van wins. And that's all because they didn't account for the pranks properly. And that's fucking unfair. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more on that one, Mikey. I, I really was thinking the same thing. Like, pisses a prank me needs to be two separate, two separate thoughts. Like, or not two yeah. separate, but each one has to be a separate thought and a separate prank. You yes. can't just if someone fucking sprays whipped cream in your face and you wipe it off and you, it's, it's like in Jackass when someone gets shit on them and then they chase them out. That's not another sketch, right? Or you when Wee I mean? Man sprays Ryan Dunn with the the, the super soaker full of piss and yeah. then Dunn takes it and sprays Wee Man. That's not a prank. You're retaliating exactly. to hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I couldn't agree. I'm glad more. somebody cleared the air. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, we are all, I know you we were all said. feeling a little tense. Yeah. We were all a bit on edge. Uh, but thank yeah. God we've got something bright in our future, and it's yeah. uh, uh, the next stop, Athens, Ohio. Athens, Ohio. Got, you know there's an what? Athens in Ohio? Yeah, baby. Could, Come on. Could you imagine the balls Some of the greatest philosophers of all time came from Athens, Ohio. That's like, it, right? That's where the real Athens. The balls on someone to walk to the middle of Ohio to like a fucking field of corn or something like that and say, you know what this reminds me of? The birthplace of classical philosophy, the epicenter of sciences, architecture, the humanities. We're calling this place Athens. No, don't do that. That's a fucking cornfield. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah, you hear that comedian's that. bit about that? Yeah. What? No. Oh, really? It wasn't it wasn't the Athens. It was like with Paris, but it's basically the exact oh, same point oh. as you just made. I thought that actually I kind of didn't think that because something I would do. I would hear a comedian <laughs> rip it off and put it in my own words. But like, I know you got a little bit more integrity than that. But yeah, there's a pretty good bit about that. I can't remember who it I, is, though. 
I can't imagine I'm the first person to think it's strange that somewhere in the Midwest is called Athens or somewhere in like Ontario. Down is south Paris. is called Paris. Oh, Paris, Ontario. That's exactly Paris, what they're Ontario. talking about. Fuck. There, well, there is a that? Paris, Ontario. Yeah, that's exactly what they said. They're like, how oh, okay, fucking you dare you? Anyway. <laughs> so the, yeah, 8.30 a.m. now for Ryan Dunn, who's currently going 31 miles per hour throughout the countryside on his little bike. He wants to soup up the bike, though. He's just not quite happy. He knows that if he doesn't get a little more juice out of this thing, he's not going to make it on time. So he takes it into a shop. They take it in for him. And within minutes, we see the souped up bike getting rolled out. And how fast are we going now? 37 miles per hour. hour. 38. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, a plus seven bonus ain't, ain't the end of the world. Well, he walked okay. past those wicked looking speed bikes that he could have just been like, yeah, <laughs> I thought fucking, that's what he was going to do. That's what I thought, man. That would have been way sicker. But guys, yeah. I'm worried here. I'm worried at this point, right? I, I'll be honest. I don't remember whether he makes it or not. I I, I, I I don't remember the end of this episode and how it all shakes out. But here's, I, I, I started to get anxious because I hate traveling and I hate being late. I couldn't help but do this. Okay, Mon- this is Monday at 8.30. Dunn is still in Southwest Chester. How do I know that? Because Cycle Adventure 2 is written on the billboard of the place he walks by. I looked up Cycle Adventure 2. That's 313 Bulmer Street in West Chester, Pennsylvania, which means he's still in West Chester, Pennsylvania, Monday at 830 in the morning. By the way, in case you're wondering, Cycle Adventure 2 is now a Kia. It's it's no longer in service, unfortunately, uh, but it's still 1,200. And, fuck, eh? It's still 1,220 miles away from New Orleans, which... At 31 miles an hour is one thing, but you soup it up to 38 miles an hour. That's following traffic guidelines 18 hours away from New Orleans still. That's if you can get up to max speed. You soup it up, you get to 38 miles an hour. If he drove max speed on that bike the whole time without stopping, that's 32 hours. Realistically, probably 38 hours, but he's got to sleep. Let's say he doesn't. At this point, he leaves Cycle Adventure 2 Monday at 10 a.m. Mardi Gras, it says, starts in 38 hours. At that point, you're 30 hours away, Don. Do the math, turn over, go back to Castle Bam, call some friends to the pirate bar, call an end to this madness. You're not going to make it in time. And that's yep. why you haven't really lived a fun life, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I failed ways to save time. If I'm going to waste a trip, I'm, I'm It's I'm all, going, about, I'm going to it's do all the about the struggle and the adventure, man. You know how many fucking crazy, weird situations I got in because I didn't think? I just let the liquor take me? <laughs> I just let the liquor take me. Fair. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. But I let uh, the math take me there. You did, the math. Yeah. <laughs> so you are, you're a gay lefty nerd, that's for sure. I mean, I am at least two of those things. I wouldn't quite call myself a nerd, but, you know. You, you just fucking said you let the math take you. <laughs> That's true. Okay, maybe I am. Yeah. All right. Fine. Yes, you're right. What does E equal, Mikey? E equals MC Hammer. Somebody went you're to maybe not that much of a nerd. Athens, I can see. Uh, listen, guys, the, the BAM crew is asking for a skate park, you know, uh, to which Vito responds, you've been skating your whole life. No more skating. He still, he, he doesn't want any of this shit, but Bam does, um, or sorry, I should say not Bam, but rather Vito does like a big brother confession cam here with big brother Phil on the couch. And he's just venting his frustration. You know, the boys have went out skating yet again. Yep. Tony Hawk is just ruining this whole trip for everybody. Clearly. I mean, this all could have just been avoided though. If they just packed a duffel bag full of hoagies. I mean, you think they'd know this by <laughs> honestly, now. Honestly, honestly, so true. Know? You know what? We haven't so touched happy. on yet, and I'm pretty sure it's What's already that? came up. 
is one of my most distinct memories from not only just this part of Viva La Bam, like this kind of double episode thing, but of it in general, is the veto anger thermometer. Oh, yeah. Like, right, as it keeps right, right, fucking right, right, going right, up. Yeah. I just have this, just the anticipation, like, when is he going to fucking blow? And I can't wait for that moment to happen because you know the fucking subtitles are coming out in full effect. You know you the fucking remember, words are going to make right. less sense. Sorry? Yeah. No, do you guys remember, is is the veto anger thing something that comes up in other episodes or is it just this one? Because uh, I no, remember I it so distinctly, it but I, I wasn't <laughs> sure if it was just this one. I think it didn't happen Chris before right, here. We've seen it before yeah. because I think not, the no, formula not here. is no, but you see, I think you see it in the show, and I think that formula you you hit the nail right on the head. That is the formula because when that meter fills up, it's like you get your special in Street Fighter Four. Yes, you know, and then the <laughs> subtitles come out, and that's like the payoff. You know, there's Fuck well, yeah, speaking of formulas, subtitles, the, the formula for veto is veto anger equals skateboarding times four divided by Tony Hawk and lack of hoagie. Yes. (laughs) Let the math take you, my man. That's it right there. By this calculation, by the beginning, by about 10 minutes into episode two of this trip, he's going to hit that point. Chris, Chris, give us a prediction. What is the timestamp in episode two that Vito hits? 10.02. I'm writing that down. So 10.02, 10.02. Veto hits the uh, uh, the this, the true anger. If I oh, fucking I hit this, right. I swear to God, I did not fucking watch the next episode. So that I will be very fucking happy if my for, my calculations work out. Honestly, I would too. That would be fucking hilarious. Then I could be a, um, a nerd too. Yeah, yeah, you can. I okay, good. You stopped yourself. Yeah, um, the the uh, the crew. Speaking of stopping <clears throat> themselves, stops at this park. It's also in Athens, Ohio, and I imagine that this dream team crew, including Tony Hawk and Bam Margera, going to this place in Athens is the best thing to happen in Athens, Ohio, since the founding of Ohio University in 1804. And the yeah, only yeah. thing <laughs> that's exciting to have happened there until December 10th, 1996, when Joe Burrow was born. Yeah, right there, but that, the Joe Burrow was good fact. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I, it, it caught me off guard. I was about to like start ripping into you for your freaking weird ass research. I like you though. You're, you're showing your true self. It only took a few episodes, you know. <laughs> yeah, it only took over a year. You're trying to play yeah, it cool for the first 86 it. episodes, and now fucking your your nerds fucking <laughs> finally showing through. So Vito's had enough at this point. He's uh, fed up with all the skateboarding going on. We had enough of that shit. Uh, what, what, like, what are we watching here? Viva La Bam or what, what's all the skateboarding about? I don't know. But he, he has a fucking one-on-one with Tony. And Tony, it looks like Tony's pretty much like, calm down, Vito. We'll, we'll you know, we'll put a damper on the skateboarding. Okay. Man, I actually read that a little differently. It, Vito, Vito was so aggressive. And I bet you no one talks to Tony Hawk like that. He looked a little bit thrown off. Like, Tony looked a little bit like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Like, he's coming at me. Like, what, yeah, what yeah. do I do? Uh, 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 so it looked like almost he succumbed a little bit. He's like, okay, Tony, or okay, Vito, like whatever, man. Like, I'll do whatever you want. Don't give me the kiss of death or anything like that. Hey, you fucking mentioned Wayne Gretzky earlier. And I got it. Yeah. Like, you're fucking, that sparked something off in my mind where it's like, is it just me? Or is every time I saw, I see Tony Hawk, I have like this association with like, Maybe it's just because he's the best at his sport, but maybe it's because they have like a similar bone structure. structure. I think it, I think there's he I give think, off a Gretzky vibe. Yeah. Yes, he definitely gives me? off a Gretzky vibe. A, yeah, a person 100%. who also looks yeah. like they shouldn't be athletic, but is incredibly athletic. Yeah, weird, right? I don't know what that is. He's got a Gretzky face. Uh, yeah, but 
There you go. So the confrontation's over. They got to hit the road. We got miles to cover here, people. The war does continue for a little bit. Like Mikey alluded to earlier, there is a truce. Um, but before that, they show a little montage here. There's a couple other things, but nothing really. It's like you guys said. They're kind of not just, pranks. They're not pranking each other. I think the closest throwing thing is the sandwiches. sardines. The, you know? Okay, so here's the thing about yeah, yeah. the sardines. Why are there so many sardines in the Margera household? Like, we just had the sardine milkshake. Uh, yeah. Did they get, like, a sponsorship and they're just no. throwing them away however they can seems or something like, a, like seems that? Seems like a Phil preference. You know, this is the guy that had a folder of coupons in his drawer. Don't forget. I think he... Yeah, he's, true. Yeah. <clears throat> sardines went on sale for fucking 37 for four ninety nine. dollars And he just See? stocked up on them. Phil's yeah. a bit of a prepper, too. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to ask you guys, at this point, with the sardines getting hidden in the RV, why the fuck is everybody getting out at, like, emptying the bus at the gas stations? You think, yeah, like, you- after the first time, you figure out, hey, let's maybe leave someone behind to stand guard or something, you know? I, I totally agree. Someone's got to be there at all times to stand guard, catch them, and huck those sardines back in their face. Yeah. But, but anyway. skateboard. They all want a skateboard. That's the thing. Like, That's especially with too. the dream team. That's true, like, too. <laughs> you, what I love about this is even Bam, you know, and it's and it's with what's going on. It's like it's good to see him kind of try and get that passion of skateboarding back. But, you know, the, the brutal thing about skateboarding is when you get older, you just can't fucking do it. Your body yeah. can't handle it for most people. But it's like that fucking love they have, like just yeah, to, totally, all you want to do is do it. They have a little fucking mini mini ramp. That's what do you say? Four feet wide. Yeah. And they're so happy about it. Every single spot they could go, they want to skateboard. And it's, that's the fucking best thing. It's like whenever someone has something that they love so much and so pure, like you're not going to miss that to sit on the fucking bus and, True. and, and watch for a prank. You'd rather just get a few sardines and fucking clean them <laughs> off and have an excuse to fuck them back too. You know, it honestly like upset me seeing how much they loved skateboarding. I, right? There's nothing in my life, human hobby, Dutton pet that I care that much about. I, I really? would drive 16 hours out of my way for anything. If I forgot my, my, if I forgot one of my family members there, like, and I was like, oh, right, fuck, they're in a, a jigsaw scenario. They've just been kidnapped, but they're 16 hours out of the way. Sorry. I'll see you in the next life. It's true. I don't think, like, the when I was a kid, I loved skateboarding that much. It's yeah. all I wanted to do, all I thought about. When I was a kid, I would get those weird obsessions. They kind of, like, faded away until yeah. recently. Like, I got a new one, which I unfortunately, like, haven't pursued in that sense. But snorkeling. I fucking love snorkeling. It's probably my mm-hmm. favorite thing in the world to do. You're just floating around in the ocean, looking at cool fish. But how, how do you become a professional snorkeler? I don't think you need to be a professional. It's just about having no. a hobby and being passionate about it. No, but like you, in order to like do it full time, you mm. need to be able to get some kind of monetary gain, and especially something like snorkeling. I'm fucking living in Ontario. The fuck am I going to do? Uh, well, it's not like lake water snorkeling. I need to fucking be in the ocean. Here's yeah. the unfortunate thing. What's that? At our age. We're not going pro starting a new hobby with anything that we're that you ship can. has sailed. I don't know. About no, that. it's not. You know what? 30s, the new 20. Mm-hmm. And I I really think it's like, what are you going to do? Just sit around and fucking be like, oh, I missed the boat on something. No, you could fucking change your life in a fucking heartbeat. People. I'm a person yeah. of the people. There you go. Mm-hmm. And I want to spread this message. It doesn't matter. It's not too fucking late. It doesn't matter if you're 60 years old fucking watching us on this podcast. Actually, if that's the case, you might fucking have a bit of an issues, but <laughs> They want a 70 year old wants to get into CrossFit. Now just fucking do it. Yeah. Fucking do it. Why not? Mikey, Send it. Have, have some faith, Mikey. I mean, I, all I'm saying is as soon as uh, Chris Aaronworth pro snorkeler comes out, I'm buying a copy of that. 
That's all I know. He's going to make me a Well, I also love hunting. So I'm like, the idea of spear fishing is the fucking coolest thing in the world. Hunting mixed with snorkeling? Come on. You got to hook up. Yes. Uh, hit, hit I'm going to make a video game like yeah. that. Dude, and Mikey could be a fucking character. He'll be a special. And Jay will be a character too. And like, but Jay only gets to snorkel in fucking poo water. Yeah, of course. Yeah. In the no, sewer I'm, level. I'm the yeah. secret character. Yeah, yeah he's in the sewer level. <laughs> There's always a sewer level. Hey, man, that's fine. Yeah. I'm right at home. I, Chris I'm is going to make me snorkel in like the lava level because there's so also always a lava level. I just like, yeah. NPC Mikey no, shows just up. The, you're in shark, shark lava. No. Demon, zombie shark lava. Mikey would be snorkeling in fucking Purell. <laughs> oh, we missed you, Jay. And I, I, and I'd, I'd still need to take a shower after I got out from snorkeling. Yeah, just in case someone else had been in there before. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, <guess>. exactly. <laughs> uh, so calling Ryan Dunn, we're, we're literally, we're calling him on the phone right now. Hey, where are you? Cumberland. Hey, hey, can you hold? Rab wants to call you an idiot. Yeah, okay, <laughs> hold on. Okay. Hey, what's up? You're an idiot. Asked and answered. End of conversation. Promised yeah. and delivered. By Basically, the way, before calling, Bam says we're going to call Ryan Dunn, a.k.a. Random Hero which he is his name that, yeah. in Haggard. And then he calls his bike. He said, are you on that Haggard bike? So listen, it's, it's, it's the, it's all callbacks to uh, Chris's favorite movie of all time. It was great. And our listeners tend to agree with you. It turns out, I guess I'm wrong on that, but most uh, of the time, but you guys always give me shit, but I am a man of the people, a man of some people, certain people, a very specific sect of people. <laughs> The one that you try and fucking speak to every week for an hour. So what the fuck are you doing? And they're listening to me. I'm I'm speaking out into the ether. They can they can listen if they want. That's cool. They're hate listening. I got yeah. I got to ask you. Like I got to go back a couple seconds now. I got a thought bubble here. Listen, okay. like how bad is this for you? This whole germophobia thing? Because I mean, like, okay, the the swimming in Purell thing. You if someone was in there before you and it's a little dirty, you wouldn't want to go in. Okay, what is your stance on like? You ever been to a hot spring? Does that gross you out? Like a bunch of people just stewing in a hot spring? No, you know, so here's the, the thing. Summer. Here's the thing. It isn't germs. Germs don't really creep me out. It's okay. just it's it's the state of my own personal mortality. hygiene and no. and mortality. I, I germs I, creep I, me I out. Like, germs don't creep me out as much as people think. We're, okay, we're, we're, he's coming to fucking family dinner. We all went to my parents' house. We're sitting in the kitchen. We look out the window. Fucking buddy drives home by himself in the car with a fucking mask on. With a COVID mask. We what? fucking saw it. Mumble fucking vouch for that. that was, you didn't know that we're looking and you had a fucking mask on by yourself in the fucking car. I know that I didn't wear masks alone in the car. If okay. I did, it was probably because I, I just got out from like the LCBO or something. Did you wear a mask alone in your office? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> 100%. Recirculated air, baby. It's recirculated air. At that time, we didn't but. know how close or far I was in. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. This was like three weeks ago. That's definitely not true. <laughs> That's right. definitely not going, true. Going back to the old bacteria soup, though, for a second, if you will. I remember this one time when I was a kid, my dad took me to a hot spring, and it was like the middle of summer when all the tourists were out. This is out in BC, and it was just so packed with people that yeah. like you there was it was over the limit for sure. But they had these like seats that you could sit on in the middle of the springs that would oh, like Oh, that you know, sounds it, gross. Yeah, if you wanted to like, you know, be elevated out of the water a little bit, there's like these little pedestals. And there was this one kid, this squirrely looking kid who had clearly been in there for so long that his skin was starting to peel on his knee and like like a hungry squirrel preparing for the for a long winter ahead he was gnawing on the skin on the outside of his knee that was peeling in the middle 
hot spring and i've never forgotten that and yet i can still stomach going into hot springs and i just i just wanted to bring that up because i thought it was a good visual you're welcome that is disgusting oh yeah i hope that kid's dead into my memory wow (laughs) (laughs) i hope he's dead and i hope his family's happy about it yeah i mean like if you're that kid though i mean and you're listening right now <laughs> hey, um, he would be the type if, of guy to be if, listening. If, if there is got... a kid out there who who remembers chewing on their knee skin in yeah, a hot a very, spring, exactly. Reach out to us, jackasspot at gmail.com. <laughs> I got to hear from you. Memory, yeah, of mine. Um, but yeah, you try to get my dad into one of those places. He fucking hates that shit. So he's kind of like you, Mikey, where he's very much like, "Hey, too many people. I'm checking the fuck out." Yeah, I get it. Yeah, no thanks. Um, but yeah, back to the show here. We're wrapping up the end of this episode now. Here's where my some red flags are starting to come up for me, and I'm start. You guys already kind of alluded to it that it is a continuation episode, but at the time, I didn't really know. I thought, "What the fuck is going on? We've got like two and a half minutes left. They're still not at Mardi Gras, like." They're going skating again. They're going to take a 16-hour delay to Skatopia, which is a very famous skate park that you, I'm sure Chris yeah, wants you, to talk about. Do you know about, about that, Jay? Uh, I only know about it because I'm a huge nerd and I played Tony Hawk and it was in one <laughs> of the games, but I know oh, I'll get it. into it in a bit. Continue on. No, I'm just going to say that Mardi Gras ends in 32 hours and you basically got like a cutaway to Dunn in the back of a farmer's truck with some chickens adorable. making his way there. And I'm just thinking at this point, like, Okay, I see what they're doing now. Like, we're not actually going to get there, are we? But before we get to the end of the episode, Chris, please fill us in on Skatopia because it is, it is pretty fucking cool. It's definitely worth the detour. Well, first of all, just tell anyone that's listening to this, before you watch this next episode, if you are watching along with us, there's a great documentary on Skatopia. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Just type in Skatopia documentary. It's basically a skate rat who had a fucking dream of just providing a place for anybody that just all they want to do is skateboard and do drugs and party and fucking just not live based on society's rules. It's this massive place. Anybody's welcome. People are camping there all the time. They have these massive festivals like a, once or a couple times a year or something like that. And it's just for like a diehard skate culture type person slash former drug drunk person. It was like my fucking dream to go spend some fucking time there. Like it is just, it was just, I don't know, it's really cool. I suggest everybody check out a documentary before you watch this episode. And that includes you, Mikey, and you, Jay. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I could take that invitation. That sounds pretty sweet. I love it shit It sounds like that. cool, though. I agree. I agree it sounds cool. It's, it's, uh, uh w- I, this is the detour that I was like, there's no fucking way. I, I would not be okay with going 16 hours out of my way to go to that place. They fucking passed it and they're going back. And it's Glom's idea. I, I, I wouldn't be okay with it. By the way, we should check in with Ryan Dunn, as you mentioned, Jay. I think he makes up a little bit of time by hitchhiking with all these chickens. But when he's in Cumberland, Maryland, uh, he's, 31 hours away. So he's 200. He don't, Cumberland, Maryland is only 211 miles away from Westchester. So he's still 1,085 miles away from New Orleans. Uh, he's got a lot of time to go. He's he's ahead by about an hour based on my earlier pr- projections at, a, at an average of about 33 miles an hour. So it's it's possible he'll make it, especially if he keeps hitchhiking. I, I've, I've, I've now renewed faith in him at this point in the episode. He may get an hour of and, partying for Mardi Gras. <laughs> yeah, if he's lucky. And back to you with the weather, Jay. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Chris. Thanks for the traffic report, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's piss and rain over here. No, but you know, Mikey... I don't know if you knew this, but it's a fun fact that that farmer that picked up Ryan on that day, 
was a humble scholar from the town of Athens. He was. By the name of Plato. Plato. Yes. Born he, and raised in, uh, in classic Athens indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he had a thing. A whole thing came about up with the, the, uh, what came first, the chicken first, the egg. I was just gonna say, if he's coming from that Athens, yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, probably. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll tell you about the philosophy of uh, you know the nature of our existence, and then tell you why they keep the pigs separate from the chickens because the pigs kept trying to fuck the chickens. <laughs> he's a colorful character. I I am like my brain is just firing now. I want to go to this other Athens and just see like if there is this is like some secret you know like we're making fun of it but you go there and there actually are really smart fucking people there that are like you know some of the greatest well, Ohio people University. on the planet uh, the, the reason away. why the reason why you it's know? called Athens Ohio is because the university was founded there in I think 1804 uh, and they it wasn't originally Athens it was a part of like Washington Ohio or something like that and they called it Athens County because there was a university there so they wanted to, to think of it as the center of learning and intelligence like the county for learning and intelligence and what better place to name it after than mm-hmm. Athens so there is okay. actually a reason for it but no, well, I take all that shit. I said that. reason. That's no, like that's me lame. taking care of my fucking lawn and calling my fucking the district of my lawn Augusta. Thank you. Yeah, you all could. Right. No yeah. one's gonna stop you. <laughs> but, I okay. thought that was so all smart, right. man. Fuck. It's like okay, it's Athens, good. No, that was good. Ohio. I like that. Okay, all right. Athens, Ohio podcaster like, again. Uh, <laughs> it's like the off-brand Rice Krispies, you know. And the yeah, of the yeah box, it is it's you know? it's or it's like the rc cola of of you know, of, of of uh <laughs> cities of yeah, forget all that when quagmire was in the fucking desert and then right. he's like oh that's a mirage and they see like a pepsi thing and then he's like <laughs> rc cola shit <laughs> but it wasn't actually quagmire it wasn't actually quagmire notorious for his quagmire references I'm going to try to steer this farmer's truck to the end of this episode because we are way off. We've derailed, but that's okay. Uh, This whole episode's kind of been like that a little bit. I I think like there's one little funny moment here where they're they're, uh, flying down the highway and they open the door to the bedroom in the RV and you see like bouncy castle Phil back there just like, you know, bumping up and down. (laughs) Yeah. And then the shame he has Um, when he looks and realizes he's being filmed and his tummy was just on display. He did not like that. Oh, yeah. It was just like oozing over. Yeah. Uh, but one minute left in the episode. We're still not even at Skatopia yet. So I can already tell, yeah, they're not going to show us any of that. That's going to be saved for part two. Um, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Honestly, there's not much here. I just was kind of felt left feeling like they could have cut a lot of the pranks and a lot of the in-between and probably just made this one episode. Because I kind of feel like, you know what, Bam? You're not Peter Jackson here. Like, The <laughs> Hobbit should have been an Isengard by now. It feels a little long-winded to me. I actually disagree. I, I like that this is two parts. I really enjoyed this episode, and I'm very excited for next week's episode. Uh, maybe it's That's because fair, I remember but... what this felt like when I first watched it, but this one this one works for me. Uh, coming yeah. off of last okay. week's episode especially, which I thought was a, was a pretty big miss, this one, this one was, uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Do you feel like there's a lack of payoff though with this one? Yes, of course, but that's, that's the cliffhanger, right? Like, uh, you know, I don't know that we're going to get a payoff. Um, uh, but although watching Ryan Dunn in the back of a truck with some chickens, that was, that was what more do you want from an episode? And seeing the just slow buildup of Vito gun, you like our payoff is, is the nice climactic way that they frame this, knowing that you have next week to look forward to number one, to get to Mardi, Mardi Gras, hopefully and number two, to see Don Vito explode. Yeah. I love the pace of this. I thought it was funny. I, I, I like that had pranks. I liked how it had direction. I liked how it had skateboarding. 
I liked how it was camaraderie. Like it, it last episode seemed like a bunch of people that were in there that didn't want to be in there. Yes. This seems like everybody wants to be in there except Don except Vito. Except Don Vito, which is good. Yeah. But, <laughs> which is exactly what we want. So I don't know. I, lo- I, I like this. I love this episode. And it's, maybe it is also because I know what, what's to come. But yeah. Uh, do you want to uh, 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 go over MVPs and LVPs? We may as well. Let's do it. It'd be good to do Let's it, all do three it. of us. Anyone have one uh, uh, piped I'll up? Go. I'll go first. The MVP okay. of all right. this episode. That is us. The three of us. You oh. know why? Why is that? Because we're so creative and so smart in the way that we present this podcast for people. Here we go. Much like <laughs> Bams and them's crew, yep. we constantly derailed across this episode to fit the theme of the episode <laughs> that we were watching. So we are the MVPs of this episode. I like it. No, that's a good idea. Yeah. I think that was yeah. just mostly yeah. me sucking at podcasting, but all right, I'll take the copy. Oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> just throw me right into there. I'm tired today, folks. <laughs> hey, they can't all be, uh, you know, perfect games. What do you want from us? Hey, you know what though? You're all right though, Chris, I'll give you that. Like the, the fact that this episode did derail a lot. Um, I know Mikey, like you were really a, a fan of this. You like seeing the behind the, the scenes and things like that. I, I think the problem I have with it now that I'm like really analyzing it is it's 20 minutes. Like this is, feels like a shorter episode. And on top of that, it's like, why, why the whole Mardi Gras thing? I feel like they were kind of cucking the audience here. Cause like, okay, look at how Vito is treated the whole episode. He's like, I want to see titties. Come on, let's get to Mardi Gras. He, the same thing kind of happens to us in a way. We're like, okay, where's the conclusion? Where are they going to end up? Where's Skatopia? Where's Mardi Gras? We don't get anything. I think that's what's When are we going to get to the fireworks that, factory? Can I just jump in with my, my, my MVP real quick though? Because yeah, go for it. in the midst of all of this, if we're talking about that, you know, derailing the show and doing the pranks and all that stuff that happened on the road here, it's Tony Hawk for me, because like you guys already noted him being there, he doesn't have to do this, but he's here. He wants to be here. He wants to be a part of this because he knows it's this cultural phenomenon. He loves this group of guys. He's like, fuck it. Yeah. Like he's not too big of a celebrity or whatever to, you know, it's not beneath him to go and do this. And I love that. I love seeing him there. I love seeing the way Tony is just like a cool guy and, he's himself all the time. Like you compare this Tony Hawk to someone who gets interviewed and it's the same guy. Like he yeah, does not yeah. put on a persona and just having him in the episode was like, every time he was on screen, I was, uh, I was happy to see him. So he definitely I like he gets it. my MVP. It was, it was a close call between him and my MVP. And, you know, I feel like this guy's often overlooked, uh, but at the end of the day, it's his show. And I think he orchestrated a great two episode arc. It's Bam Margera. He's the guy who got the gang together. I'm sure it was his idea to go down there and just kind of see what happens and have the confidence to know that along the way, they're going to find content. Uh, and, yeah. and, you know, by inviting Don Vito and Ape and Phil, he kind of allowed for that. He created these, this like pressure cooker scenario in each of the RVs and, and had the, the, the wherewithal to have Ryan Dunn trailing behind. Like this is a very well orchestrated episode. There's a lot of moving parts. It's very fun to jump from one RV to the other, to the motorcycle, to the past, to the present, to the future, just a very well orchestrated episode. And I have to believe that Bam was the one most responsible for that. I, yeah, that's, that's well said. Very well said. I couldn't agree with that more. What about uh, you, Chris LVP? 
my LVP, I should have been thinking about it, but I was so paying so much attention <laughs> to what you guys were talking about. I was like really into like your speeches, like the Tony Hawk thing I was behind, <laughs> the BAM thing I was behind. I kind of started having regret about me making my stupid joke and not picking one of those two guys. Chris Chris was so, just like saluting, just standing there. Uh, erect, I yeah. swear I was, man. I had the American flag behind me. I turned into an eagle for a bit. America, fuck yeah. Like I was just fucking vibing. Like seriously, that's how I was envisioning that. And I was just like, fucking God bless America. Um, that was good, man. It was good. Give yourself a little pat on the back. We're all yeah. having a rough go tonight. You know what? It's been a long, a long day for all of us. You know what? You know who? Who is it? Who my my LVP is? Who's that? Just because I put myself in these situations, I got to pick um, Rab because mm-hmm. I would just I for starting the fucking prank war. Like I like watching it on TV. It was fun. It added a nice, a nice dynamic to this, but. Fuck you for getting us all like no one fucking won there. That was all fucking losers. We won as an audience. So, okay, cool. Bless him for that. But if I was in that situation, I'd have to pick Rav for starting that in the fucking first place. I like that because I hate that conflict that's brought on and the fact you're going to be thinking it. We didn't mention this or I didn't mention this at the time. But when they do decide to bring a truce to the, the prank war. It rem- like is there not is there a better feeling in the world when you decide to truce against someone in a in a in a prank war and all that tension because when you're in it Anxiety, you're constantly yeah. fearing for your life and for your well being and for the smell of your RV uh, that feeling of just like camaraderie you've never been closer to another human being in your life <laughs> when the both mm-hmm. of you agree that you're putting all this aside I love that like yeah. Mikey imagine you yeah. got. Your sh- that shit dumped on you, knowing there's not a fucking shower in that RV, and you have to travel the rest. What, like, what the fuck would you do? This this upset me so much because, and I think it was Tony Hawk finally who's just like, guys, I can't do this anymore. Like this smell, it smells like <laughs> mayo, peanut butter, gherkins, and now anchovies or sardines or whatever the fuck. Like, what are we doing? I I we're all hungover. No one wants this. It smells like fumes and and fucking gloms over here driving like a maniac. Uh, yeah, I agree. That would suck. <laughs> Jay, what about your uh, LVP? Uh, my LVP. Um, all, right, all right, guys, let me let me ask you this then, real quick. You ever, you know, significant other, um, someone you live with, maybe your mom. I don't know whoever whoever's there with you. How about all three at the same time, Jay? All three at the same time, you sicko. <laughs> uh, you know, you get asked, hey, can you go do a grocery run? You know, go down the store, pick up some bread. We need some milk, eggs, and uh, while you're there, get some gherkins. That's when you say. That's a fucking woman's job. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> okay. I should have expect should have expected that was coming from you, but hence why I'm divorced. <laughs> hey, you know what? We, we got free speech in this country still, right? Oh, Chris <laughs> is saluting again. Want. Chris is saluting yeah. again. <laughs> that was your yeah, that was your America moment. There you go. Um, oh, that was almost that like was a, way too. Uh, whoa. <laughs> Chris almost did it. I'm Jewish, please. You can imagine what he just did. Sorry, Jay, continue. It's it's the gherkins, though. I mean, mean, listen, why gherkins? Listen, when you got the competition on the marketplace, when you're the guy in in charge of whatever company is marketing their their jar of of pickled cucumbers, a gherkin, uh, I mean, Bix has has got the game won at this point. I mean, I feel like it's just... It's a stubborn old man type, like a Vince McMahon who's stuck in his ways and can't adapt to the new product. He's saying, oh, that's that's our name. We've been gherkins since my grand great-grandpappy <laughs> started this company. We're going to be gherkins going forward till the day I die, and I pass this company on to you, little Timmy. And, you know, he's just, he just doesn't want to listen. But who the fuck's Lil, buying Lil gherkins? Lil Timmy Gherkins? Timmy Gherkins is the greatest name I've ever heard. Yeah, he, he definitely didn't get bullied at all in, in grade school. <laughs> Not with last that name like that. Baby. It's gherkins, baby. 
Change the I fucking like name. I didn't even know what a gherkin was. That's probably a lot of you are shaking your head at me, but fuck you. I, I'm a Bix man all the way. Baby deals with garlic. Mm. I can eat and a whole jar know. of those. And now we know. Jay, um, ger- gherkins isn't a brand. It's I think it's a type, the type of, pickle. of pickle. No, I know it's a type of pickle, but you ever see gherkins printed on a Do jar? Either? I don't think. No. I don't think he knows that. Chris. Who's buying that? <laughs> no, he does. <laughs> I think he's lost. <laughs> Everything you just said negated the fact that you knew. That. <laughs> so wait, in your world, Jay. Yeah. Uh, this this gherkins person who passed on the gherkins legacy <laughs> is part pickle. <laughs> yeah. He's a he's a pickle man, yeah. Okay, he's a, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's a fucking grandfather who also happens to be inter, interdimensional space traveler. Yeah, yeah, he's, exactly, he's like, exactly. He's like Green Goblin in the Spider Man movie, you know, he fucking right. he, he got too high on himself, had to test his own product out on himself, and he became part pickle. And from there, he's just been trying. You know, to- I'm somewhat of a pickle myself, Peter. Thank you. Ooh, pickle Peters. And on that note. Uh, I'm, my I'm LVP a Peter right now, Mikey. You go. My LVP is going to be as Chris takes a drink from his glass. Is Chris's fucking glass from this episode? <laughs> I will I'm likely. My, I, Chris, he I was literally doing that on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> Chris. I was Chris, waiting for you to talk to start chewing my ice. I've been muting it the whole time. It was my game plan. You so weren't give me some mute, fucking You credit. weren't muting it the whole time. Yes, I it heard, was. No, you weren't, Chris. This is like I I I feel like. I mean, I know you're doing this on purpose. I know you're doing this on purpose. But all this whole time, Chris decided to have this fucking uh, 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 massive glass stein. Uh, and Chris, now your microphone is is muted. And you're trying to talk into it. Oh, it's a Liverpool. It's a Liverpool one. I was doing it on purpose. <laughs> it's it's massive. It's been making sound. He's been clunking it down on the table. Oh, He's been right. chewing on his ice. You see what I mean? I, I, I ha- I've been distracted trying to trying to 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 think about how much longer it's going to take me to edit uh you know it's easy for chris to come on and say i've been working so fucking hard i got no time and yet he's dumping all this time on me you know it takes me more time to edit when this shit yeah, happens and yet is. you just fucking throw it at me like it's no, no big when, deal. when you go to edit it you're going to realize you're going to see these these times where after i took a sip watch my eyes and watch how slowly i was over here because i was gently trying to put it back down on nope, the thing. No, I heard it every time. That's how I knew you were I doing it. I tried my best. I was trying. I was trying to be conscious. It matter that you tried your best. So what, I'm not allowed to fucking drink water. What do you want me to do? Okay, I'm going to come on here and not going to fucking talk. You know what, Jay? We finally did it. We finally did it. We were wondering how we were going to get this thing no, to come. No, no, no. I'm loving this, man. This is like this is like the way Chris Thanks, is, work, is working the mute button and crunching the ice at the in, at the most inopportune time. This is like watching uh, Mikey is Will Ferrell in the Jeopardy Celebrity Jeopardy sketch right Honestly, now. Honestly, that's a great point. That's what I feel like. That's what great. I feel like. Jay, you're a man of the people too. I'll give you that. Thank you very much. Oh man. Well, there we have it. That's it. We can go home. So anyways, who was your LVP? <laughs> it was your glass. It was your glass. Oh. That was my LVP. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was too busy chewing ice. I wasn't paying attention. Why are you speaking right into the so microphone gross. right now? Yeah, this is, you have no concept of what, what happens after we record. It is fucking insane to me. This is a long Dude, episode. It's fucking too. Thursday. I had and a long day, Mikey. Yeah. I Why is that major... my problem? Why is Yo, that my it, problem? Hear me out. Hear me out. I had a long day at work. Uh-huh. I wanted to just so go to I. sleep. Okay. Yeah. I've been working since 730 this morning. No big deal. So have I. Okay. There you go. So why is it my problem? Because listen, see, you're getting so heated. You just got to let, let me explain. <laughs> okay. And then calm down. <laughs> I didn't want to record today, but you know why I did? Why I sacrificed my hard earned day? Mm-hmm. 
is so that you had more time to edit this because I knew I'd be making more time for you. So in theory, I'm actually just negating the time that I by me doing my distractions. Oh, so you're not doing me a favor then. I am. I'm balancing. It's called balance. I'm giving you more time to edit. That's all you said. It takes me more time, so I'm giving you more time. I could have said, let's record on fucking Tuesday and make you fucking cram it out in a day. But then you just said you're you're knowingly taking away my time by having things like that's literally what I'm giving you more time at the same time. So so it's a net neutral. So you're not doing me a favor is what you're saying. No, I'm doing you. I'm doing our. Yes. Okay, I rest my case. (laughs) Well, at Jackass Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, if you want to find us there, at Jackass Pod, you can come and talk to us and, uh, hey, get in on the family feud while it's good. I mean, I this is like really pulling back the curtain. This isn't pull, only pulling back the curtain. We just pulled it back and everybody was just fucking buck naked back there. <laughs> <laughs> giving each other a Dutch rudder and we're caught in the act and now you gotta you gotta live with that. And it's awkward, you know? It's awkward. Yeah, it's I don't like seeing this family dynamic come out in public on a public show that people listen to with their families. This family gathered around program. the old radio. The, the ham AM radio. Seeing younger the brother trying to make fun of his older brother for just trying to be a good person. Fuck, yeah, trying. succeeding, succeeding. And now here we are. Just dragging it out even longer because the episode's already a fucking hour and a half anyway. I might as well just take even longer to get to the outro, right? Why would I do anything else at this point? Here, here's what this episode is, guys. And I, you know, I'm I'm all for pump, pumping up the show. I think we do a good program here. I think we do on on the old jackass podcast. But I will say this: I feel like I had a few swings and misses here. I can admit that, like Chris said, I'm a man of the people. I can admit when I when I try something out and it doesn't land, that's okay. That's okay. But you know what this episode has been like, guys? It's been like you go to the grocery store and you're at the checkout and you see the big wall of chocolate bars. You're like, God, I deserve that. I worked my ass off this week. I, I got my, my Q1 report submitted. You know, boss gave me a firm handshake. I kind of felt like it like something moved down there and I didn't know that I had those feelings, but now I'm exploring that. And I just feel like a lot's going on. I need a chocolate bar, you know? Uh-huh. And, uh, and here we are at the big wall. What's it going to be? Well, I've had a Reese cup a million times. I've had an arrow bar. I've had a caramel. I want to do something different. Let's try Mikey, I apologize. I won't make me make anything waste your time anymore. Now I know how it feels. <laughs> For this episode. <laughs> bye. I'm Jason. Wellwood. bye. I'm Chris. Aaronworth. Bye. I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackass. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!